You're listening to the Two Biz Chicks podcast. Each week, the hosts Linda Rawson and Jennifer Raymond entertain you with real life stories that are guaranteed to empower, enrich, and enlighten. The Two Biz Chicks are the CEO and Vice President of a successful business, Dinah Grace Enterprises. Now, let's get to the show with Two Biz Chicks, Linda and Jennifer. Hi, I'm Linda Rawson, and I'm here with Jennifer Raymond and Tina Jones. And uh, we're going to interview Tina today. She's a very interesting person. And me, Linda Rawson, with Jennifer Raymond. Hi, I'm Jennifer Raymond. Uh, we are two biz chicks. And with that, we're going to go ahead and let Tina uh, introduce herself. Okay, well, you introduced me as an interesting person. That could mean a whole lot of things. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, interesting in what way? <laughs> fascinating. I, I find you fascinating. Oh, okay. Awesome. So, my name is Tina Jones. I'm an entrepreneur and have been an entrepreneur for going on 25 years now. Wow. Wow. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I actually, I actually had some of my first sales jobs when I was a teenager. I used to sell, okay, total crazy tip. Think about me, you guys will probably ask that. I'll wait until you ask me, like something weird and interesting about me. So, um, yeah, so I live in Salt Lake City, Utah, and currently I am a small business startup consultant, and I also host an annual expo that is usually in person that features the holistic health community in Utah. And this year it will be virtual because of all the COVID-19 stuff. Um, the expo center where we typically have our event is a field hospital. <laughs> so I've had to get creative and learn a lot of tech things that I'm a little uncomfortable with and have been stretched in all kinds of ways to be able to navigate helping people who are product-based or even psychics or mediums, like how, how to navigate all of them and help them promote themselves in the world that is now online at the moment. That's fantastic. So um, what, originally made you start to be an entrepreneur? What, what was your first business? What helped you to make the jump? Yeah, and so that, that's a really good question because that is like the very first lesson in my business foundations program is um, you want to build a business around who you are and what matches your personal core values and your family's needs at the time. So I was, um, a young mom, I've kind of always been a rebel, just not, I've always liked to be in charge of things. So starting at the bottom <laughs> and something is really not that fun for me. So I used to be, before I started having a family, I, I used to manage retail. Um, you might've heard of a little company called Kenny's Shoes way back in the day. <laughs> I, ran, I ran Kenny's Shoes stores. Uh, but as a single mom, and we, I mean, as a young mom with a young family, our family needed a bigger income. And the only, you know, tools I had in my belt was go back to retail, right? Which I did for a short period of time. I sold jewelry. 
and it was fun for me, but the paycheck sucked because by the time you spend all of your money on new clothes and hair and makeup and gas and food and daycare, I was kind of going backwards. I wasn't even making us any money. So I um, looked at what my daycare provider was doing and went, I could do that. So that's what I did. I built my business around what was most important to me, which was being with my kids at that point in time. Did you ever feel any fear or anxiety about making that jump? Absolutely. Totally. <laughs> I, but I'm, um, I'm a super resourceful person. I grew up um, really poor and um, there's a, a little story I like to tell my entrepreneurs on uh, a time where I made pies <laughs> of all things. Like it was Thanksgiving. It, we were super poor. My family lived across the mountain. I wanted to go see my family and we had zero money. So how do I do that? Like, well, the first question to ask yourself is what resources do you, did I have available to me? Well, somebody had given me a huge pumpkin There's, and I'm really good at making pies. So I did the backwards planning and figured out, huh, how many pies would I have to sell at what price in order to fill my gas tank coming and going to go see my family? And I mapped out a plan on paper and executed it <laughs> and um, figured out, you know, what my expenses would be minus my expenses. And, um, and then I started selling pies before I even had them made right so it was and it was like well who who would want to buy pies well it's probably the mom who loves you know tradition but has to work so my bank teller as I'm driving through the bank hello excuse me how would you like to buy a fresh homemade apple pie delivered to your front porch Thanksgiving morning well yeah cool send me 20 bucks <laughs> you know whatever it was <laughs> So, um, I did that and I'm just, I just kind of, the other skill set that I've learned over the years was my dad always told me the one, the one thing he told me that was valuable was if you want to do something, find somebody else who's doing it and model what they're doing and do it better. That's awesome. So That's great advice. <laughs> between resourcefulness and modeling other successful people, you really can have do be whatever you want. So that's great. So with you going up to the teller and asking, um, do you want this pie? I mean, obviously you've made great strides since then about raising awareness of your business. Like how did you advertise and market more than just like word of mouth or um, in person? Well, every business is different. So my first business was um, a daycare um, in my home. It was a family daycare. So that was pretty much word of mouth through my school, I think, and through other providers. So it was, it was connecting with other people. My second business was a residential cleaning service because my kids outgrew daycare and I wanted to move back to my hometown of Bend. And um, Bend is very much a service-based um, community. 
So I started a residential cleaning service and I did the same thing again. I called up other people who had businesses and I said, I'll work for free. Just so you know, I'm going to follow you around and do what you do because I'm building a business. So just fair, you know, some of them paid me, some of them didn't, but I worked for probably five, six different companies before I got the courage to like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then, you know, marketing in that business is different than coaching, which I do now. So it, it, you, you just have to find for each industry, you have to follow other people who are successful again and figure out how they're marketing and do what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's and, uh, what like you, it sounds like you went from business to business. How come you uh, always went from doing business instead of just like working a nine to five? What, what motivated you and you know how to, what motivated you to go into being an entrepreneur? Time freedom and the ability to make as much money or as little money as I wanted. So having kids, then I was a single mom when I moved to Bend and I was planning on finishing my college education and being a school teacher but I looked at how much a school teacher makes a year. And then I looked at how much I could make cleaning houses and I could make twice as much as a school teacher in half the amount of time and pick, take my kids to school, pick them up from school, teach them good work ethic. Um, so the first thing is always, what are my core values and what does my family need and how can I structure, and then it's also what are my resources, like what am I really good at, and and then build something around those. So, and then my last business um, was a cleaning business, um, which I built from zero to scaling up, and um, and then in, somewhere in there I got married, and <laughs> <laughs> which was awesome, but my husband um, then, we wanted to move up with his company when my kids were grown. So after my daughter was 18 and moved out, we had an opportunity to move states. And so through that process, I um, mapped out a plan again to sell my business so that I could become a coach. And so I did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now, when I first met you, I would say it was probably about five, six years ago. And you were in the middle of really trying to figure out how to go forward, right? You were in the middle of, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do, you know, trying to figure out exactly where you fit in as well as I'm sure try to figure out what would be profitable. So what was the process you went through to come to clarity? Again, the first thing is, what are my resources? What am I really good at? And um, so I started out as a coach. And the reason I chose coaching is because I read, um, years prior, I'd read the book, Discover Your Strengths, and or Strengths Finders, as it's called now, the newer version. And I looked at what my top five strengths are. And if you play to your strengths, you'll, you'll do better. You know, do what you're good at and pay somebody else to do the stuff you're not good at. So when I look at my strengths, it was like, I should be a coach or a consultant. That's what I should do. So just trying to figure out how to get there and what my niche was. I started out teaching um, 
relationship conflict resolution and communication skills, which actually through all of this COVID-19 stuff, those classes of courses are coming back because a lot of people are requesting them. So how to, um, because it's, it's, your language is important, your thoughts are important, and your actions are important. All three of them influence your emotions and impact your close connected relationships and impact your business as well. So again, going back to your question of, you know, what was my journey? So I started there and then um, I did not have the marketing thing down. I didn't at all. I couldn't figure out how to market this business. <laughs> so I've had, I've worked with a consultant the last two years um, as a marketing and sales coach and have learned a ton about how to market a coaching business. And somewhere in that process was also asked um, to take over an existing event that I renamed and rebranded to Empower You Expo. So, my, and then people heard my story of, well, I built a business from ground up and then sold it in three weeks. And um, so people kept coming to me for business and marketing. So I was like, well, I should probably do that. <laughs> and, then, and then I also wanted to, um, through the, we've been here five years. So it was just around four and a half years ago that I met you, Linda. Because mm-hmm. um, I started like, well, who do I want to be friends with? Who can I connect with? Well, business owners, that's who. So I just started networking and I didn't have a business to market. <laughs> I was just connecting with fun people like you guys, right? So in that process, people heard my story. Well, what do you do? I don't know yet. I um, sold my last business and now I'm planning my next one. And in that, people heard the word business. And so they associated me with business. So naturally, I just got business coaching clients that way. And then I was like, oh, I should make this a thing. So <laughs> I, I find it interesting how life sometimes kicks you in the pants, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you, you should have probably been doing this all along, but for, for one reason or another, should. you know, you, you didn't. And, and it wasn't until life said, Hey, this is what you're going to do now, you know, and all these outside influences came and told you what you're going to do as well. So, yeah. Totally. And I started, well, in my husband's time that he worked changed. And so now he works pretty much, um, you know, nine to five kind of job. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to work the same hours. So that means if I'm doing relationship consulting or conflict resolution stuff, a lot of people want that on evenings and weekends. And I don't want to work evenings and weekends anymore. So I'll just do business and marketing um, nine to five. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. And so, because you have to, you have to honor yourself in the process of your business. If you, you start doing something that gives you angst, it just won't work. Yeah. You have to love what you do and then the money follows, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, Do you have any favorite business tools or resources that you use currently? A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I'm. I'm, um, you know, I didn't grow up in the computer era, right? 
And it was only, um, I actually honestly did not even know how to type five years ago. So never learned how to wow. type. Right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to type. I didn't know. I mean, just, you know, hunt and peck kind of things. And I have lots of simple tech stuff. Like technology doesn't have to be difficult. Um, and, you know, as long as you're not scared of it, um, you know, my website is built on Wix. I love um, my, my calendar booking system is book like a boss, which is awesome and simple. Um, you know, you, you have to embrace technology these days. And then I, you know, I'm building um, multiple online courses and that's through uh, another program called Member Vault. So I've learned a lot of tech. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. It's always good to learn. <laughs> so tell us about a typical day. Like, um, are you an early riser? Do you, what's your, what's your typical structure? Yep, I'm an early riser at the moment. It's like, you know, over lifespan, when you have teenagers, it's one thing. And then, you know, but yeah, at the moment, we get up probably 6.30. And um, currently, since I'm a couple weeks away from the annual expo, I, have a, I'm, I, I spend a lot of time right here. <laughs> so, but this is actually where I do all my client sessions for the most part because it's business consulting so someone can um, show me their website or I can show them how to do something or um, so I teach my classes here just like this um, see clients like this um, and so I is there any kind of like uh, a couple, you know, the first hour you answer emails that, you know, is there any kind of structure or just kind of whatever comes up is kind of what you get done? I know I like to keep to a structure. Mondays are usually admin days. Um, so I don't see clients on Mondays. Mondays are usually, you know, if I have content creation to do or website stuff to do, emails, that kind of thing on Mondays. Um, Usually my classes are Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then usually individual client sessions are typically Wednesdays and Fridays. Cool. So um, is there any um, advice that you would give someone when they're starting a business? I always tell people, you know, just don't think too much about it and maybe jump right? Um, I mean, it's a calculated risk, but at the same time, you have to um, not fear and just make that jump. Yeah, you do. And I would say get support. That was the one thing that I did. Because um, there can be a whole lot of trial and error in starting a business, um, regardless of what it is. If you find somebody else who has a similar business and you get support from them, that makes all the difference in the world. I actually was five years into my cleaning business before I, it was in 08 when um, everything crashed and I lost like 80% of my business. It was like, it really sucked. 
Mm. as a single mom. And I um, bought a coaching package from a multimillionaire cleaning business in Los Angeles and um, followed his protocol and got like templates and handbooks and everything that I could edit and make my own. And actually it was through that process that um, made the difference and allowed me to scale up. Um, and then ultimately I had something to sell. So I, I'd say get support. And that's the whole idea behind why I created the business foundations. It's kind of a business in a box for a coach or a small entrepreneur, a small, you know, startup entrepreneur, because I know what it's like to be out there all by yourself and be stuck in your head of, oh, should I do this? Oh, should I do that? Oh, what about this? And it's like you're, you know, your marketing is like throwing spaghetti on the wall. You think, oh, if I do this, will it stick? Maybe if I do this, it will work, which there is always some of that trial and error, but you can do a whole lot of trials that really suck, or you can get some support at whatever financial level you're at, get some kind of support and some advice, and, and then you're still on the same cycle of try it, try it, see how it works, you know, and then you get feedback and then do it again, but you'll be successful faster. Let's put it that way. Well, and time is money, right? So you want entrepreneurs to not have to spend that much time because they're already using all of their time to get to their business. So that's great. Yeah. That's and great. you can waste a lot of time. I was just talking to one client this, you know, through the whole COVID thing, she still hired me and um, was like, we're about halfway through her program. And she's like, oh my gosh, you have saved me years, years. And I'm super grateful. And she's, you know, a little stressed right now because she can't work. But um, she's getting a lot of her homework done. She's getting her website <laughs> built. She's getting her other stuff done that's super important in the long run. So she's, you know, she wouldn't have time to do if she was actually providing her service. So there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you have to do as an entrepreneur that you don't really realize. And, you know, back to your question, Linda, do you schedule it? Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to schedule your little pieces and because it's super easy to just go I'll do that later oh yeah for sure yeah. my calendar I live by my calendar and people know it <laughs> yeah if it's not on my calendar it doesn't happen that's pretty much it that's pretty much me in a nutshell <laughs> yeah and I have to block time and set a timer for myself in order this is what I'm going to get done in this amount of time because otherwise you can get so distracted into doing something else. You don't actually get your thing done. I, I so do that. In fact, I have this little kitchen timer right here. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Just so I, I mean, even, even this little zapper on my, my arm won't work. So it's not strong enough. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's a really good tip. <laughs> It's an hour timer, so you can, you know, if you need to get something else, switch to a different task. It's, it's kind of, and you've set it across the other side of the room so that you have to get up to go turn it off. That's but. a really good plan because <laughs> it's super easy to get lost into something if you're, yeah, that's why I do like writing blogs or writing emails and stuff is on Mondays. And usually early, if you're like me, I, I can't do it later in the day. I'm, 
I don't know if I'm distracted or tired or what, but I'll generally, a good blog will be written Sunday afternoon or Monday morning for sure. Yeah, that's how I am too. And then by three in the afternoon, you know, it's like I'm starting to think about, okay, what am I fixing for dinner? And then my husband's home <laughs> like 5.30. So I decide. Let me school the garbage. I know. Yeah, um, I kind of peter out towards the end. <laughs> Jennifer has kids home right now. <laughs> yeah, that's super yes. fun, isn't it? Like life has got thrown you a curve. About, yeah, so I, in fact, I've been thinking about all of my... Um, classes that I teach on emotional balance and mindfulness. Um, and I will be offering some of those for moms and kids because kids learning how to manage their emotions and how to have mindfulness tools are super valuable. I definitely agree. Definitely. And it's been, it's hard for them right now and I feel really bad for them, but we'll all get through this. <laughs> Right. And kids always learn better from someone else other than mom. Yes, very true. <laughs> I was really good about that, about seeking out other people and saying, okay, look, here's the deal. My kid has this thing and they need to hear this, whatever you have to do to get them to hear this. And then the kid would come back to me later and go, mom, guess what so-and-so told me? I'm like, yes, <laughs> my plan worked. <laughs> That's a good, that's a good tip right there. <laughs> yeah, because they, they'd never listen to you. Because if you're advising, which is actually, you know, not a very, yeah. If someone doesn't, if a child doesn't want advice, they're certainly not going to hear it from mom. <laughs> yes, definitely. So who's your, um, who's your favorite business idol or author? Do you have a favorite book that you would recommend? Ooh, right now, I have lots. <laughs> It's like looking over at my my bookshelf. It's all business. <laughs> That's another clue. It's like it is. Know. It seriously is. Most entrepreneurs are are voracious readers. It's either business or relationship stuff. So those are the two things I teach. Um, couple my one of my favorites right now is called the Three Word Rebellion. It's a marketing um book. I I've um taken a couple of her classes and um, love her work. Um, Profit First is another book I totally love. Because um, it, in, and I teach a class that's basically, it's backwards planning, but um, in the simplest form, it's like I tell people, all you're doing is selling pies. You just have to decide how many pies you're gonna sell. <laughs> and at what price? And figure out what your profit margin is and you know so i love that book um strengths finders of course because that's why they I actually have um i think they have some software now strength finders i just saw and it's in my amazon shopping cart there's an on a strength finders entrepreneur book yeah i uh when i did goldman sachs they talked a lot about that in there especially when it comes to hiring people and understanding their strengths that they're going to bring to your company, for sure. They've had, um, that, that company's had software around for a long time. They do have a coaching program, which is pretty awesome. When I was researching coaching programs, I looked at that one. Um, it was out of my reach financially at the time, so I didn't. Um, I also like the book Hooked, which talks about marketing and, you know, 
And then all the other books are on, um, of course, all of Brene Brown, Kristen Neff, um, Gain Katie Hendricks, which teach conscious loving. So those are the two categories that I list, you know, I'm in the most. And I'm very much a science, brain science person. So any of my relationship or um, emotional balancing classes, um, I'll have a science based them. Oh, good. I'm a science geek too. So's Jen. Yeah, <laughs> we like science. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I um I I don't really have any more questions for you. Do you, Jen? Uh no, I don't think so. Unless uh, do you have any awards or accomplishments that you're uh, proud of and you would like to announce? <laughs> oh, <laughs> awards. Um, well, I have lots of certifications of all kinds, um, from, you know, but awards, not really, just, just the fact that I sold a business, and, like, that's actually a, that's huge. That's a great accomplishment, very I sold, much. I sold it in, um, under six weeks, <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I've got all kinds of certifications in business and marketing and, and, um, you know, I'm a Reiki master, kind of all kinds of things, kind of played to see what I was good at and what I liked. And do you like Reiki? I do. Yeah. It's kind of the fundamentals of all energy. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's several different names for it, but yeah, for sure. And I, I, it was interesting. I, I had a judgment of at least that it was too slow for me and I'm too talkative. Right. But, um, I found, um, a Reiki practitioner that I really liked and we had a good energy match. So, um, I was surprised <laughs> at how much I've learned from that and how much I use that. So. It's yeah, I, I read a lot about it. I haven't, um, I haven't, uh, you know, participated, but. And then one of my other favorite tools that I've used this last year is called um, quantum body processing. It's a super fast way to shift your energy state. Um, like fast as in like five to 10 minutes. And it's simple enough. You can teach it to kids. So that, program I went through this last year and I have to say that that has helped me to heal so much of my personal trauma from childhood over anything else I've done. Wow and can they where can they find out more information about that? Uh, my website is tinajones.net okay and if you go to forward slash calendar um, the calendar is where I post all of my um, public classes. So, and I usually do uh, that class once a month that I call experience transformation. So you get to just experience that class and see what that's like and if it's something that resonates with you. That's fantastic. Now, I know that that is one of many things, but... Um, so do you have any particular goals for the next month or it, it sounds like your expo is going to happen and it's going to go be online. 
-hmm. and maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. And do you have any um, contests or giveaway or uh, anything that you would like to advertise or market at this time? Sure. So yes, the expo is empoweruexpo.com is the website. And it's the same on all social channels. So on um, Instagram and Facebook, empoweruexpo.com. We will be live streaming the event. And it looks like, um, as I'm getting people to sign up, it looks like it might last a whole week. So we have nine workshop presenters, um, some really awesome speakers, and a variety of um, exhibitors who sell products. Um, it's a little and, different. And what day is that? When it, what day, when is that? It, it starts on May 2nd. May 2nd. Okay. At that's coming right up. That's a Thursday. Is that a Saturday? That's a Saturday, right? That's a Saturday. Yeah. So, and it will probably last a week. So I should have the schedule up on the Facebook page and there'll be a, a Facebook group. Um, I should now, have how up. does uh, a vendor um, show their showcase their product in the expo? And that's the challenge. <laughs> Everybody is different. So this community is very used to doing this in a, as an in-person event. So um, some people have been super scared about technology or don't know how to do it. So I'm having individual conversations, conversations with everybody to see how comfortable they are with technology and how we can best support them. So it'll probably be interview style like this for most everyone. There will be a few of the speakers who will create a video that we will then post in all the places, but um, we're still going to have interactive games. We're going to figure out how to do a scavenger hunt and how to have bingo games that you can attend for fun. Well, you know, we do sell some products that would work for that expo. And um, so we, you know, we could totally create. Um, create something for you for that. So I think uh, like a, a small commercial or something yeah. mm -hmm. um, could be good for the vendors. Just a little, you know, that you kind of put in between the speakers or, you know, that could showcase their products. Yes. So I'm kind of thinking it'll be a speaker and then like two or three products, people, and then a game and then a speaker and then two or three products and then a game. So everybody will have different times slots to do their presentation and I would like them to have presentations that are more than just 10 minutes I'd like them to like you know show a few products <laughs> we'll see as they all because this is new to all of us it's still kind of we're getting the schedule worked out well, I'm really proud of you for still putting that on some of the other um, uh, expos have not been even wanting to try till this is all over yeah, oh. it's definitely a challenge. We do have a date for next year, which is super cool. So um, some people are are choosing to just roll over to next year, and that's okay. So, um, but if they want to participate now, so, and it's interesting how some people were like, yeah, I don't want to play. And then other people are like, oh, now I totally want to play. Because <laughs> that sounds really fun. <laughs> that's great. Sounds like a lot of work's been put into it. It'll be really cool. Yeah, it, it's definitely a learning curve. 
okay, so we know the expo. Is yeah. there um, anything after that, after May? Um, I will have stuff on my calendar. Okay. <laughs> on that website, tinajones.net forward slash calendar. And anything else I have um, coming up will be announced through the expo. Okay, so they need to just go to your website and enter their email address and they'll be notified of all the upcoming events. Yes, that's okay. the easiest way to do it. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, um, tinajones.net on Facebook or Empower You Expo on um, Facebook. Or, or And you know, I'm giving TikTok a try. <laughs> What? It's super fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like my kids are on TikTok and I'm like on there going, no. But I made a TikTok for Empower You Expo, not for me, because I'm like, I'm not even going to go there. So for the expo, and I'm like, hey, I kind of figured out how I can promote the expo on TikTok. So yeah, you'll, you'll find us over there. They say it's, the, it's still one of the only organic ones. So it's, I think it's a great way to get to people. Yeah, and it's really super easy, actually. Once I get in there and quit being scared about it, and if you look around, I mean, not everybody's doing goofy, you know, videos. There's actually some people having real content and conversations, and there's still the holistic health community is on there, too. So, and the 20-somethings kids are, you know, they're the primary audience on TikTok, but not necessarily. There's still some 30s and 40s on there, too. Oh yeah, most definitely. I see him. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, um, that's been my plan moving forward. And um, yeah, so all my other plans have kind of been put on hold because this has kind of taken a lot of time to strategize and think out. And, but yeah, I do classes online a lot. <laughs> well, that's okay. And And do they live there forever so people can take them when you're not with in the class um so are you talking the expo or just my classes in yeah general? your classes in general it if they have paid for a specific class yes they get the video recordings oh good or in the business foundations program which is a combination of online self-guided courses and some group interaction so it's a a very affordable price point for somebody who's just starting out if they just want a little bit of group interaction or if they want more personal coaching then that takes a little more but yeah I've I've been building those online courses and they're actually super fun awesome awesome all right well I think um if there's nothing else then I think we're we're uh gonna let you go I um to Today's my birthday. Thanks for thanks for being here with me on my birthday. I think I, it's awesome. <laughs> I saw that on social media, and I was like, "Ah, oh, you beat me to it." I was gonna say, <laughs> "Thanks, happy birthday!" <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's been a pleasure, and I hope to talk to you soon. Okay, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 For blog posts, business tips, and more, visit the 2 Biz Chicks website at twobizchicks.com.